All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Listening to Nasty Knuckles, the Hockey Outlaws Podcast, with your hosts, Derek Nasty Sutemeyer and former Philadelphia Flyer Enforcer Riley Cote, as they go behind the scenes with your favorite NHL players. Time to face off. All right, welcome back. What's happening, Nasty? What's up, Rigorelia? Just coming off that big win in men's league. Oh, yeah. Playoffs. Gets yeah. our good buddies, the Blue Devils. That was a good game. It was a good men's game. League. Yeah. For men's league, that was a really good Wasn't game. Wasn't as sloppy as uh, most men le- men's league games are? I don't think it was. I think it was a good game. Um, good execution. What, third, the in the third period, 3-3. Three, three. Yeah. Going in, uh, you know, I think we only won by one or two goals. But uh, a lot of fun. You were You were sniping. You were sniping. Did Toby, you snipe? Toby in action. Oh, first one, first shift. First uh, twenty seconds. Well, I, if you if you saw the highlight, uh, it was all over um, on my goal. Uh, <laughs> the back the back I door mean, tapping. I thought the puck was going to go through the net. I <laughs> think bounced on me. I just got it. I just got it across the line. But um, I was that was a good game. A lot of fun. But we don't play the finals until the eighth of January. Is it the Are finals? You kidding me? Yeah, we go to the finals. Now, we're in the finals, bro. We're oh, going for the, what? for the chip, man. Oh, my gosh. We're going for it. Quick playoffs. I thought we had another uh, <laughs> yeah. playoff game there before the finals. But no, that's Good to it. know. That's Good to it. know. Mentally prepare. Maybe yeah, we have well, my new wheel is ready to rock for yes, that game. Yes, we have to do that, for God's sakes. Right. Although you were buzzing the other night. Yeah. But I hate waiting till the 8th, but it is what it is. Yep. Yep, it's men's league for you. It's men's league. Yep. yep. Uh, what else have we got going on? 
I uh, just uh, got a couple week break with the Rebels. The kids are uh, on uh, their holidays now. Um, we actually have a couple that went over for World Juniors. Um, awesome. Yeah, so they've been away for a couple weeks now, but uh, we we got a little break. We played Monday in Danbury. Um, won that game in overtime. The last two there we've won in overtime, but uh, boys are playing better. Yep. It's uh, been a lot of fun. Been been scaring the boys a little yeah, bit. Yeah, you, you know, showed me a couple clips. Going. Yeah, we'll throw a couple clips up there. I'm sure Baller will, and uh, it, it's been fun. It's been a lot of fun uh, being in the room I with bet. the kids. Yeah, man. it seems it's, like they're, it. They're all good kids, and they're working hard. And Justin Hale and, and uh, Maddie Gaudreau coaching um, do a really good job. Yeah. So it's been fun. But I am looking forward to the break. Oh, yeah, I bet. It's a lot of hours you're you're squeezing in there. Yeah. But you're having fun. Yeah, and you fun. see you're, you're kind of carrying over what you normally do in yep. the locker room, too. Yeah. Play a lot of these nuts. A lot there. of these nuts, yeah. A lot yeah. of scaring, screwing with the guys. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure fun. they love loving that. That's fun, man. Yeah. And then uh, in Flyerland. Uh, well, it just seems like every week we get a bomb dropped on us. Um, <laughs> you know. Seems like it. Uh, Sedlak just up and leaves. Yeah. That was kind of uh I wasn't expecting that. That was unexpected for sure. Um not sure what it was. A lot of things getting thrown around. He didn't want to be here, he didn't want to you know, didn't like losing, but I, I'm not sure what it was. Yeah. Uh, it's you know, some said family, I think that's what he had said in a tweet. Um, but uh you never know, but it doesn't look good. No, it doesn't look good, it no, for sure good. not. Yeah, and there's a lot of speculation around obviously the the team's state of affairs potentially coach um you know we'll, we'll never truly know but if there's some family issues there um and you know the team the team's status probably helped make the decision too right i mean right. it's yeah. um, you're not a contender obviously but uh you know it sucks sucks for him to have to leave uh, obviously uh doesn't reflect well ever when a guy leaves the team but um you know it is what it is it's um yeah it's, it, it's a shame but if it's a it's a personal issue you got to take care of your, your family. You got to take yep. care of yourself. Uh, make some hard decisions sometimes. So wish him the best. Yeah, wish him the, the best. Um, whatever landed up happening there. But um, it's funny. We were just talking to him with, uh, about him last week with hearts. I know, right? The next yeah. thing you know, we, the next day, I think. <laughs> right. He's, I'm out. I'm out. He's out. Audi. Um, and then we get dropped on us. Cam Atkinson's out for the year. Yep. Um, it's a big blow. You know, I didn't a, see that one coming either. I did. He was very close to coming back. And then, yeah, I guess he had uh, successful surgery this morning. Okay. All um, right. So hopefully he gets all fixed up, and I guess we'll wait to see what happens next year with him. But uh, the surgery was on what? Was it on his labrum? Because I'm hearing labrum and I'm hearing neck. neck. Um, yeah, the, the Flyers put out that it was his, it was his neck, but I know he did have some issues with his shoulder. I think everyone knew that. Yeah. Um, and it kind of linked. Maybe I'm not a doctor, so you're not. Uh, well, not today. <laughs> I didn't want to stay at a Holiday Inn Express last night. But uh, yeah, he. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's classic. He um, I thought it was shoulder. Turns out something in the neck as well, which is always scary. Um, yeah, it could all be connected too. You know, I think uh, originally, as you're mentioning, that the shoulder in in training camp or he was nursing from right. the start. Um, apparently, what avoided apparently. Uh, avoided surgery. <laughs> apparently, <laughs> yes. or or opted out of surgery. Opted out. Yeah, that's um, and then you know, and and I, and I get where he's coming from. You don't want to start digging into some of these right. serious areas if you don't have to. There's always that argument of can we rehab this versus having to dig in. 
well, it turns out obviously needed the surgery, whether it was on that or a indirect surgery that was associated with that I, that I, injury. But yeah, exactly. And I, I wonder if just where we are in the standings. Yeah, exactly. I mean, right. Obviously, just, had a maybe has something to do with oh, it I'm as sure. well. Yeah. But obviously, we hope we wish him the best recovery, healthy, and get him back because he says once he's playing, he's coming on the pod. So all right, yeah, let's exactly. Get you back, boy. <laughs> Come on, Cam. Yeah, it'll be 2023, uh, maybe <laughs> yeah. late 2023, 2024. 24, yeah. Um, well, wish him the best. Yeah, uh, for you sure. know, tough blow for the squad. Could use uh, some extra goal scoring and definitely and can use that. Playmaking. And then, uh, you know, Torts is flexing. Yeah, know, he flexed I, on our boy Hollywood a little bit. Uh, you know, he sat him in the third period against New Jersey. Yeah. Um, and that was like talked about. And then. Against the Rangers, he scratched him healthy. He scratched him, so uh, you know. Obviously, we're not in the room anymore. Don't know exactly what's going on, but uh, he's your leading points guy. Yeah, and I mean, I get it. That's torch. You know, he does he does these things. You know, he wants to send the message. Um, I don't know. What are your thoughts? You were a player. Yeah, I'd like to unpack this a little bit. You know, just playing devil's advocate. And, you know, knowing torts, right, or any coach for that matter, you know, when things aren't going well, you have to send a message, right? right. And I think we all know, like, and I love Hazy, right? And everyone's yep. got their warts, right? Every every right. player's got their, you know, their, their knock and, you know, big body, maybe um, a little bit soft at times in certain situations, um, you know, maybe torts wants him to be a little more physical, whatever that lands up being. I know the NHL Network showed a little highlight reel of him, you know, turning yep. away and all that, you know, all that stuff. But, uh you know, he is your leading scorer, and he is a glue guy in the locker room. Big glue And, guy. Um, you know, I'll give, uh, you know, Witter uh, uh, some, some credit for a good, really good point he made on Spin Chicklets there that he, he talks about, you know, do you want to engage in that fight, you know, right. engage in that battle with a, a glue guy and your leading scorer? Is, is that a timely... Is that a timely, you know, war you want to pick? Right. If things aren't going well... Um, but that's subjective, right? I mean, it's yeah. like he, I, I get what Torts is doing. Um, however, yeah, I'm not sure it's going to gen- generate the result that it, it is expected to. I don't right. know what your thoughts on that. Yeah, I, I just, you know, like I know what Torts is trying to do. We both know. Right. I, I think everyone knows what he's trying to do. But, uh, you know, Hazy's never been a guy that's running guys through the wall. No. That's not really his game. He's a He's a – He's a tricky player. He's yeah. a, he slows the game down a bit. Not saying he's slow, but he does slow the game down. Yeah, which is an you know, unbelievable skill. It is. Um, you know, like you said, Billy Lindsay on the network showed showed some clips, and I get it. Like, maybe he could rub a guy out or whatever, but it's really not in his game. Um, I don't know. But like you said, you look at both sides of it. You see Hazy's side. You see, you know, Torch's side. Um, but he is – he's – having a good year as far as points goes, you know, and they need all the points they can get is, you know, from the players, but uh you hate to see a guy like him sitting. You know? Yeah. No, 100%. And um again, like being honest with what coaches are there to do is to get guys to maximize their performance. I guess we'll see, you know, right, like, right. like how he responds 5 games, 10 games um uh, in on on this um scratching because Ultimately, that's what it's designed to do, right? It's right. to spark this guy spark individually, him. and then hopefully he can be a more of an impact uh, on, on the team. But only time will tell. You know, some guys respond to that. 
Yes. Some guys don't. And some guys don't. Uh, we land up having a conversation with uh, Ryan Malone this morning. Yep. And uh, we, we land up talking about torts and um, and talking about Vinny LeCavalier, which yep. he was the whipping boy back on the, the Tampa Bay Stanley Cup team. Right. Land up scoring 50 goals yep. and they won a cup. So, um, and, and Vinny hated him. Yes. Um, however, it converted into performance. And, you know, whether that was, you know, his squeeze on him that was generating that type of performance or it was you know, a combination of obviously his skill and, and some of his line mates there. But uh, I guess where I'm going with it is that these types of things can have a profound effect on guys' performance yes. if they take it the right way. If they take it the right way. Um, you know, a little bit different situation with the Flyers versus that Tampa Bay Lightning team. <laughs> yeah. But, but uh, nonetheless, um, it is a strategy that not just Torts uses. I mean, obviously every other coach on the planet has used these types of strategies before. We'll see how they play out. I mean, yeah. it's uh, it's one of those things that it needs to it needs to translate. Otherwise, it was kind of uh, you know just a random flex just to prove a point. Because um, you can go down the list. I mean, he's not the only guy that's swinging away and that's, right. You know, yeah, well, that, that's, that's got sure. holes yeah. in his game. Obviously, I mean, we all we all do. The every, all those guys have some sort of thing they can work on to be better. Especially when the team's not winning, um, you can make an example of pretty much anyone. So. Right. It's just got to convert. These guys got to understand the message. Uh, obviously, starting with Hazy, and then you know, everyone else is looking around and, and, and seeing it. So it could be them next game. Everyone knows that. Um, winning cures all. And then there's still guys getting scratched, even when you do win, right? So yeah. um, we'll, we'll see. But, uh, you know, p- pretty significant flex, in my opinion, especially when you talk about a team that's lacking in goal production. Yes. And, uh, uh, you know, we've seen this before with other, you know, elite players. Yes. That, uh, whether it's just being benched in the third period or pulled out of the lineup just to get them, get them back on the path, it's it's, it's a strategy that's been 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 always a part of the game. So yeah, for sure, nothing new. Uh, what are your thoughts on shortening up the preseason and oh, going yeah. to eighty-four games? That's I always, as an equipment guy, didn't like preseason because it seemed like we were play three games back to back, and that means literally no sleep because it'd be in New York at home than somewhere else or, or, you know, vice versa. But um, I think it's okay. Carter yeah. Carter Hart proved you don't need any <laughs> yeah, preseason no this preseason year. No preseason games. We'll go 86 games. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, 84, I am kind of shocked that they would make more hockey game, more real games at 84, but um, I guess it is what it is. Yeah. But the if you're pre- trimming the preseason games yeah, down, guess, you know, yeah. maybe 50%, I mean, you can Is that how much they said, 50%? Well, I don't know. I mean, what are they playing now, eight? Yeah, eight to nine. I guess it's up to the team. So, right? if you, you know, if you, you know, and, and guys are only playing half those games, right? Yeah. I mean, so if, if you trim that in half, you're not exposing the guys for, you know, two extra games. So why can't we squeeze in two extra games? Yeah. Uh, and, you know, as, as a team goes, as a league goes, you're generating more revenue, right. more meaningful games than the preseason games. Yeah. Um, that's just my opinion, but yeah. um, you know we'll see where it goes. Um, but I think eight nine preseason games gets lot, gets lengthy. Man. It it's wears on the guys, and and there's there seems to be more injuries too. You know, yes. guys are you know uh, just trying extra hard, and they're not you know fully re- ready to rock, maybe and whatnot. But um, no, it'd be interesting to see how that plays yeah. out. I'm not sure how that really affects the game itself, besides maybe revenue. Um, right, two more meaningful games, one more home game. Uh, per team yeah right um so and then uh getting into you know approaching the all-star game yeah. thoughts on that uh i mean i know that flyers probably won't get to but like tk to me is having a year 14 goals 14 assists i think um 
28 point a game. Yeah, yeah, he's a point a game. And, you know, you were saying Carter Hart, obviously, the year he's had. Yeah. I mean, I think either or. I mean, I'm not sure, you know, how that looks as far as squeezing in a goaltender. Obviously, there's only two. But um, certainly those two guys top our list as far as potential candidates. But I I do agree it's not going to be both of them. It's probably not going to be both. Just knowing how the season's been going. But, um, yeah, we'll see. You know, wish them both the best. Yeah. Keep performing and that will sort itself out. Yeah. And uh, Riggs in the East here, Boston. 17-0-2 17-0-2 at home. They have not been beat in regulation it's yet. It's crazy. They've lost two games, but they haven't been beaten regularly. It's insane. Yeah. 17-0-2. I know. I, it's crazy. And they're kind of doing it by committee, too. We were looking yeah. at their stats. You know, a lot of guys right there with the same amount of points, with the exception of Pasta, which we're hearing he's coming. <laughs> <laughs> Don't start rumors last. First. I know. Yeah, right. Straight um, up. But, uh, you know – they're they're just having a great season. Jimmy Montgomery, our buddy, we talked about it. Um, just keep saying the same thing every week because they they just keep winning and just keep proving. And uh, Pitts uh, Pittsburgh, they've been rolling. They're eight one and one in their last ten. Um, Sid's numbers, come on, man. Yeah, like I know we talked about that, you know, but he keeps guys, performing. He does. He does. I mean, forty two points in thirty two games, man. It's 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 wild. Yeah, the age of thirty five and. Doesn't seem to be slowing down too much. No, no, you know, just on that, just the the, the leadership, obviously, right? Yes. I mean, when he's going and performing, not that he's ever really taken a real drought, you know, performance wise, but you know, lead, lead by example. You're scoring in you know eight to eight eight one and one in the last ten. Yeah, I mean, eight one and like one in the last it's, ten. It's, yeah. um, you know, it's a reflection of obviously his leadership and his point production. So, yeah, we'll see how that continues to go. But um, you know, again, elite players. Leading by example, yeah, and putting sure. up the numbers. What else you got, Nest? Uh, Carolina's on a bit of a heater. They've won six straight. Roddy Rod the Bod's got them going. Yeah, a little bit. Um, yeah, they they're a fun guys. team. Yeah, to watch, I was gonna man. say they got like some high they, skill guys there that can. I like how they play, man. Yeah. On the other side of that, the Devils have slowed down. They've lost six in a row. Yeah, um, which is kind of surprising, but I guess yeah, every team kind of goes through young, their own. Kinda, right? Yeah, like, so maybe it's. I don't know. I don't know about their goaltending. I haven't. Uh, I didn't get to see many of their games this year. I saw the one against the Flyers, but uh, you know they're still a fun team to watch. They're skilled. You know, oh, yeah. a lot of young skilled guys. They've been fun to watch, but they've dropped six in a row here. So keep an eye on them. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, anything else you got going on, Nest? That's about it. No? Yeah, you taking it. care of the frosty tips under there? I or? don't have any frosty tips. You know that. <laughs> you just get jealous because I get on you about the manzy, the man bun, and you want, you wish I had frosties. I don't have frosty <laughs> tips. I don't well, have frosty bangs. tips. You got nice bangs. <laughs> yeah. I do. I do have nice bangs. <laughs> and then we're, I say, rapidly approaching mid-February. Yes. Is the, uh, is fans the, of Philly, uh, fans baby. Of Philly's trip. Can't wait. Can't wait. You've never been to Seattle. I've never been. Oh, I've been there, but not as, you have been not there? as, uh, as a visitor for an NHL uh, hockey game, no. I not haven't either. Building, I've never so. been to Seattle, so oh, I'm never. really okay, looking right. forward to it. Yeah, and then, uh, you know, from there, we're we're taking it to the Roxy. Oh, yeah, straight to the taking Roxy. To not the even Roxy to go to the, the van. Game. Can't wait. Will Bruce Boudreaux still be there? Bruce, there it is. We got to ask Debo. Bruce, there he's not. Debo's the van. <laughs> Not sure. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have it's all performance for it? driven to ask. You're the insider. Keep you're dropping games. There's probably a good chance he won't be. Oh man. 
Um, but looking forward to that. Check out fansofphilly.com. Yes. And then I think we're ready to rock here, Nast. Special episode. Special epi. 2022 highlights. Christmas special. Christmas special. Episode 98. Creeping my, on 100. Look at those socks, Nast. My, lights, my Christmas light socks. Have a look uh, at that. I like those. I like those. Very festive. Like these little things? Very festive, Nast. Yes. All right, Nast. Episode 98 presented to you by Cureleaf. Welcome to Cureleaf, a medical marijuana dispensary. Whether you're a long-time patient or you're just getting acquainted with this incredible plant, Cureleaf of Pennsylvania is honored to guide you along your medical marijuana journey. Got questions? Google Cureleaf PA or stop by one of their 18 locations across the Commonwealth or visit cureleaf.com forward slash locations. Do it. Let's go Nast. One of my favorite guys ever to wear the orange and black. He wasn't here long enough, but he was here. Great guy, number 22, Hollywood, a superstar, Vile Leno. What's up, Vile? Thank you for having me, guys. Fucking, it's great to be here. It's yeah. awesome to have you, man. See I you miss did. you, buddy. I wish wish you didn't live all the way across the pond because I never get to see you, but it's it's great to have you here, man. Yeah, good to be here. I, you know, it's always great to come to Philly, too, and I like it here so much. So what were uh, what were your thoughts when you lined up getting uh, uh, shipped to, to Philly? Well, the initial thing was, like, obviously I loved uh, Detroit and, you know, just being here for two years. And you you were kind of nervous what's going to happen now. But obviously I knew a little bit about Philly and it's a good team. And Kimo was here. And uh, um, I felt pretty good about it. But to tell you the truth, I didn't know what to expect, really. Um, but soon enough I met the guys and everybody was so nice, like, Everybody, I got in right away, and I really loved the room. Really, yeah, you loved fit it. in yeah, immediately. Yeah. I mean, so I, I don't think you'd have a problem fitting in anywhere, but with your personality. But but did. I think this was like, um, you know, you're always nervous around, but it was so the atmosphere was so relaxed and loose, like which I didn't get used to in Detroit because it was apps and it was yeah, right. very strict and like it was fun. People were like the players were fun. It was a good team, but. The atmosphere wasn't like that. It was like, like serious business. You know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. if you miss a pass in practice, you'd be like blowing the whistle <laughs> and like make embarrassing you in front of the team or whatever. Uh, but here I started and and Hearts is like giving shit to Lavi in front of everyone and yeah, he's right. explaining practice. I'm like, what is this? <laughs> you know? So so it. it it was, but uh, and I, I didn't get to play at the start as much because right, yeah. uh, Philly was fi- or Flyers was fly- fighting for the playoff, and I kind of wore in and I was out, and it was like all right, not great, but it was all right. But uh, I think Lavi didn't want to change things too much, and he, he kind of stick with his horses unless something happened. But um, it was kind of weird, and I was waiting, let's see what happened, and the playoff came, and and uh, Karchi got hurt. Yeah, and then I got my chance with Danny Breer and Hartsy, and uh, after I guess after Jersey series, everything just clicked oh, right away. Man. It was amazing. And it was beautiful. After kind of after that time, um, everything went so well. As like that was my dream hockey career, like time of hockey, like those from that playoff to the end of next season. It was so much fun, no yeah. stress. Teams were winning. We had a great group of guys. Great staff like uh, and obviously everything everybody's even more happy when you're winning 
like there's no no bad vibes at all right yeah, it's true. Yeah. yeah so it's it's uh, the vibe was amazing and and, and uh, obviously great group of people that i still when i see them it's it's like a reunion right so um it was just the best thing that happened to well me. i'll tell you this really it's right like it was it was not funny you weren't playing we we, we get you and Nothing against OKT, but like that's a very lopsided trade in the end. You know, yeah. like uh, Tallson, he was a great guy. Yeah, he, was. he had poor guy had bad knees. Like he right. just had a type of great guy. But anyway, you come in and just for the record, so you know, I did go in. Uh, Carty broke, got hit with a shot, broke his foot. Mm-hmm. They were going to go with someone else, and I went right in the lobby. And I said, no, we're going to go V-Lay. Uh, we're going to put V-Lay in now. I've watched this guy play two pass with Cote. He's yeah, making yeah, who him was look like option? an all-star. Yeah, right. So if he can make Riles score all these goals, you know, no. Nah. But um, the, the thing that was amazing, and it still is to me, and, and we've talked about this, is the chemistry you and Danny and Harchie too. Yeah. But you and Danny, two really skilled. You guys just read off. It was like – you know, you obviously you weren't here very long. Right. The, the the way you guys just, it was almost like once, like you said, after that one series, when you guys started clicking, I mean, it was like every shift. Oh, yeah. It was like you guys were getting changed. Yeah. You were the number, I mean, you were the number one line. Like you guys were, yeah. everything was happening. 100%. And the team, you know, we, we've talked about this too. If you look back, like it's amazing we barely made the playoffs with that team. Yeah. yeah, it was right. a good fucking team. It was, it was. You it's don't like, get those that often. Like Claude Giroux, and I know he's a kid, but he's your third line center. Right, right. With Reamer, you know, yeah, like right. and and Ash, right? Yeah, yeah. Ash, yeah, you yeah. Know, a little toughness on there, so to you know, yeah. protect those two. But like, but back to you guys, that that chemistry was amazing. It really was. Well, so one of these times you get lucky to play with guys that like me and Danny. We thought about the hockey exact same way, but. Danny, he was such a good scorer, and he could obviously make plays, but he could, like, every time I knew I get him the puck, I'd be, like, raising my hands up, yeah, you know? Right. And Hartsey, which was kind of struggling at that time before playoff, um, he gave us room, he was good in front, and he's good winning, winning the battles, getting us the puck. Like, even with Hartsey, it was a great combo because, like, he would... Everybody had a great role. They fit into their roles, and th- there was this great chemistry that you don't really get that often. And and you obviously wish you'd have that somewhere else too. But uh, and also like the 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 my spot in the team was like there wasn't too many players like me, like right. skilled players. So right. and it was uh, rough, obviously. Um, good old broad street bullies there was a lot of fights and a lot of hitting and all that stuff so that kind of gave me room too right. which in detroit everybody was kind of skilled so they were kind of stacked and guys were trying to hit detroit a lot because they had no one really right. yeah. to to hit back yeah that's so true all right Vili, uh, you 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 set a record uh, with a or tied record, uh, an NHL record for points by a rookie. Now, the funny thing was when that was announced, Lou Nolan announces it over the thing and then standing all which you deserved. And so Billy's just kind of like saying thanks to the crowd. And I'm standing, you know, I'm just, I stand beside Lavi because my, my shoulder's still banged up. I've had two surgeries from him, elbow man, after <laughs> big goals and shit. But uh, you're, you're like standing up and saying thank you and place is going nuts. And he says, what what just happened? I'm like, well, Vila just set the rookie record for points and playoffs, and he goes, 
rookie record. What's he? I thought he was like 30. They <laughs> <laughs> <I> almost were. <laughs> but yeah. It was just funny. You know, he's I mean, just like right in the middle oh, of the game. Isn't he, he like 30 or something? Yeah, that's a weird coincidence. <laughs> like two years kind of played in the league or, or not up and down. Right. Or it's a year, games, right? no, yeah, sorry, yeah, like a games. year and a half, and yeah. but just enough, not enough games, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and then like, oh, oh man, that I was laughed. crazy. I think I told you that after game, I was dying. He's, oh, that's he's well, like, funny. Wait, he like yeah, you gotta break rookie? that record, <laughs> win a rookie record on 28 <laughs> 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 stuff. But it was kind of lucky too. Like it's weird. Yeah, it's still holding. I think uh, yeah, Jake Gunsel is three, uh, tied yeah, it. So you got three three guys uh, yeah. tied for it, but it's pretty still pretty amazing. Doesn't right. matter how old you are. First round draft pick from the Philadelphia Flyers, 2018, Mr. Joel Farabee, young Beezer in the cut, as Hazy calls you. What's up, brother? What's up? Thanks for having me, guys. I know one thing. I want to see last summer at Check It for Charity. Joel played on one of the teams. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> Me and Riles played in that tournament. Oh, we weren't in your league, though. We were, just, we were in the C <laughs> we were, League. We were like probably a C League. But uh, actually, Danny Briere was in ours. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. And he was GM. Congrats yeah, again. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but uh, Beezer came down. I was up in the loft uh, and um, watching, and he gets a breakaway. I actually had it on video. Well, oh, yeah. actually, I got it from the uh, live stream, oh, whatever right, that yeah, thing yeah. is. But right. he did the cooch. He yeah. did the Kucherov, and I was like, Oh shit! I gotta see it in the game. I got you. Gotta do that in the game at some point, man. Easier said than done, right? Lots has been good at that going five hole. He scored a lot. The He's, paralyzer. Yeah, the is paralyzer. that what you're calling him? The paralyzer. He's the paralyzer. Man. I love it. Oh, yeah, that's great. He does, he does that move. Yeah. He- uh, fakes the forehand, backhand, five hole. Yeah, uh, yeah. He's... AP and Vinny, are the the video guys, they're always like the paralyzer. <laughs> paralyzer. <laughs> paralyzer. Oh, that's oh, so excited. Yeah, launch his old man would be losing it. Oh, God. <laughs> paralyzer. Paralyzer. Where did that come from? Is that is that that's a lot? Is that AV. A lot did AV? Oh. I mean, AV. I don't, did I, AP and uh, I think Vinny? yeah. AP oh, they, and Vinny. They yeah. All right. Because I remember when I first got hurt this year. Um, that's great. Like one of my first games out, he did it, and we were all in the video room going nuts. <laughs> we're like the paralyzer. <laughs> Going crazy. Awesome, man. Yeah, lo- so every good. time he gets a break or a, uh, breakaway, I'm always yelling you're, it on yeah, the bench. You're yelling like, it. Come on. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah, oh, he's man. good at that. One of my favorite players ever. Uh, very animated, very funny, and very honest. Australia Brzgalov. Briz, what is up? Uh, not much. Thanks for inviting me, guys. Uh, I'm happy to be here, and I hope we have some lots of fun. You, well, you remember the three? You had a three-game shutout streak. Oh yeah, Do it's you, a steal. I'm, oh, I'm probably hey, steal on you're that. You're right there. You're right there. But I don't. I want to know if you remember how that started. Well, I, I can't. I, I have no idea. Okay. So <laughs> ultra Brit, ultra prepared yeah, over yeah, here. Yeah. So well, I got to tell this. So you and I used to watch highlights of um, hockey before the game for about ten minutes, usually on my computer there. And then one day it was you were in there. I had to go do something, so I came back in. And I usually would jump up on the seat or up on the desk, and we would just talk a little bit. But I came up behind you and I give you a little like this, and you would ooh, you laughed and you like whatever. And so I'm like, uh, what? Did you broke my rib in that no, time? I, I tick, you said I tickled you, but listen. Oh, so wait, I can't believe you don't remember this. So I give you a little like. Just right here on the side, you're like, ooh, like, and I'm like, whoa, what was that? And you're like, oh, you tickled me. And I'm like, whatever. You get a shutout. Okay. Okay. Next game, I come in, and I'm not even thinking, and I jump up on the seat, and you're, you're looking at me, you're, you're watching highlights, and you look at me, you're like, what are you, do it again. I'm like, what? Do what again? And you're like, 
you know, tickle me. And someone, <laughs> someone was in the room. Someone, you're, no, you know, I just don't, rem- don't, I just don't remember. So yeah. I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, like, last game, and I, we get shut out. And I'm like, oh, fuck, all right. So I did it again. <laughs> oh. and, it, and I remember someone being in there going, what are you two doing? <laughs> You're like, don't like worry about Lynn it. Fucking over yeah, here. You're getting you know, them going. Hey, hey, if it works. Hey, that's what, <laughs> yeah, that's my point. But uh, oh, it was just funny. I, I, I've told Rob, I've told these guys before, man, I just used to love. Yeah, a lot of time you come fuck with me, but like I love talking to you just because you're all, like I said in the beginning, you're honest. And I just, you made me laugh every day, which is, is awesome. But uh, I don't know if you remember this too. I got to tell us because Riley was, we're laughing about it. Do you remember, like, there was a little stretch of time. You, you, you'd come sit in my office in the mornings, and I'm like, maybe I'm on the phone with a rap or something. You would just be talking, and I'm like, I can't, I, I can't hear both of you. Hang on. You're like, no, it's not important. You're, not, you're acting like, you know, you're telling me you're acting like you're on the phone. So then you went down the hallway the one day, and I hear you yelling my name. You're like, Nastia. Nastia. You're yelling down the hallway. And I'm like, hang on, bud. I'm on the phone. And I can see you're standing there in your full gear. And you're like, kept yelling my name. So I said, hang on. I put the phone down. And I'm like, what's up? You're like, come here. And I'm like, all right. So I run down. You go, do I look big today? <laughs> <laughs> and I said, you look huge. <laughs> and, he, and you go, okay, thank you. And you turn and walk away. Uh, and the guys are just loving it. They're losing Just laughing. boosting the confidence. Oh, just, like, he's like, I get uh, down there, and I think it's something, like, yeah, important. Yeah. And he's like, do I look big today? And I'm like, you look huge, Chris. No one's going to score on you in uh, practice. Don't worry. And he's like, okay. And turns uh, and walks away. It's nobody did, right? Uh, no, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But, oh, man. Just, but there was not a case in the next night game <laughs> no man I tell you it just made I just love I was shrinked <laughs> oh man that is funny shit always stick out man it was <laughs> so much fun man I tell you yeah I guess in that night you was not there to pump my ego you know <laughs> yeah. I always tried brother it's a, you know like a, a, it's a movie like Hero 6 you know this is like a, <laughs> You wise it, you know, like a, like a Michelin yeah, guy, yeah, you know. Yeah. Like a, <laughs> oh, I, I do have to ask you. I don't think you ever told me, and I don't even know if I ever asked you. I think I know. Is Nastia, do you call me a Natalie or something in Russian? No, is it a woman? No, Nastia, it's kind of a short for Anastasia. Oh, Anastasia. Okay, okay. Because you had, pro- you had only two, call me that. Yeah, it's only two, pers- the two people who calls you Nastia. Me and Yags. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Because Americans and Canadians don't get that thing. I, I wasn't sure understand. either. I no, thought you were calling me Natalie, and I'm just like, oh, whatever, man. I thought you were just busting my chops. I wasn't sure what no, it no, was. No, 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 no. Oh, man. Yeah, y- Yaramir, because he plays in Russia a lot, he knows that that's name right. very well, you know. Yeah. That's hilarious. Uh, talk about your, your, your couple years in Philly. I mean, you, again, we kind of alluded to it at the start, coming from Phoenix. Philly, you know, old school market. Philly media. I mean, overall experience in Philly, and then dealing with the media because you're you're a lighthearted guy. I feel like you're always joking, and then sometimes you're you're forced to kind of call them out on their shit, right? You're misrepresenting storylines, and you know, being honest, right? It's just ninety five percent of my life. Well, you know what? It's funny what you said a minute ago. <laughs> you, said, you said it a minute ago. I love when they write things, or just anybody in general. You're not even in the room. You have no idea what's going yeah. on. And they just act like they've been told something. But anyway. You know, there was in Phoenix, there was a, you, you know, you, that is just a journalism. But 
they sweet guys. They ask me the question, so like, Breeze, what's the, uh, uh, for example, what's the, how much miles on the on uh, on the speedometer of your Aston Martin? You know what I mean? I'm like, oh, it's I guess it's two two twenty. They're like, oh, geez, you know what I mean? They was nice. They 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 not try to pick you. You know, they they ask the like a uh, straight direct uh, kind of a uh, hockey questions. They are not uh, trying to ambush you or, right. or or create something that was not exist. You know, like. It's simple questions, simple answers, you know, uh, and you have a good relationship. They ask you, you answer it, you answer it, you know, like. Uh, here, when I came here, it was different. And Sean Burke, he warned me, said, like, Brice, where are you going? <laughs> <laughs> what are you, you saying that I, someone told you you're going to hell or something like that? He's like, like what are you doing? I played there, said, like, don't go there. They're just bananas. <laughs> I think, like, no, I play in Anaheim. I play in Phoenix. You know, like people's same everywhere. I guess you know what I mean. What what can be wrong out there? He's like, okay, you're not turning down a nine year deal either, right? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> has a little bit to do with it. <laughs> it, it. It is. You know, I can get a little bit less in 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 Phoenix, and continue in a, in a good path. You know, like. Right. Uh, Great weather, you know, yeah, right, no comfortable. pressure, and no chance to win. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, exactly. Y- you know what I mean? Right. But I choose the different paths. It's like, okay, yes, these guys was in a Stanley Cup final year before. Mm-hmm. Uh, they lost it badly this year because of the heavy issues with the goaltending. I think I can go there and help them. And when they, they come up with a good offer, I said, like, okay, okay, you know, but my main object was like, I want to go out there and play for the competitive team, and I want to win the Stanley Cup. This is this is was my goal. And when I came here, like okay, but I, I didn't expect, you know, like uh, as I say that right. I didn't expect like the. The, the media will start create some animosity around, you know what I mean? Like, they, for example, they come up with some like, oh, why you slept in a, in a meeting? What are you guys talking about? Yeah. You was not even there, you know? Like, yeah, right. How, how does that even come up? Yeah, like meeting was two minutes, you know, like, it was quickly like uh, uh, Lavi was walking and says like, okay, there was like bad night last night, guys, whatever, you know, like we got to be better, come back. I have no like you don't know how to respond yeah, you know right, what I mean yeah. like do you sleep in a meeting you're like whoa, 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 whoa hold on like whoa, what's going on who's sleeping like what's right. going on and the problem was uh, I think just not only the media uh, management they was not letting me be my be myself right whatever I would say in the media they always kind of have been displeased you know what i mean it's like was a when they not put me in a outdoor game oh yeah, 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 yeah. and i said like okay uh there was i have a tough tough couple games 
and uh, they asked me like, "Do you play tomorrow?" I said, "No, I'm not playing. You have a team have a chance to win. You know, I didn't say anything wrong. You know, like, right? Yeah, I remember. I, I'm come, I remember last that. couple of games, like I play not very well. You know, I'm not happy with my performance. I'm not happy where am I right now? Yeah, Bob, he played well last last game. Team have a chance to win." It is sucks. I want to play that game. Yeah. Obviously, I want to play that game. Of course. Do I pissed off? I'm not playing. I of course I am pissed off. I'm, I'm not playing. And this is where it all starts. Jeffries came to me and said, "Like, why did you say that? Like, what do you mean? What I say? And media, you're not playing tomorrow. We told you not to tell anyone." Said that. Whoa, 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 whoa. This is the first time you came to me and said, "I'm not. I'm." Don't tell anyone you're not playing tomorrow. No, I thought I'm, I'm telling you. You know, like yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, whoops. that's like they. It was like it was amazing. Like nobody wants to take the responsibility for anything. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Okay. I'm like, I, I actually Homer calls to me and said like, you can say this, you can say this. I said like, oh, okay, keep them away from me. Like if you don't like what I'm saying. Yeah. St- stay strict to the hockey. They ask me hockey question and answer the hockey question. How am I supposed to know what, what, what's gonna please you? Yeah. yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. You ask me. They ask me the question. I give them an honest answer. Sorry for my honesty. What? What? What can I do? Okay. There was another case. Was it like we have a back to back with New Jersey? You know, like and it was. Oh. It was in the second season, yeah. We, we, we say, uh, and I said to the media, we're going to Jersey and we're playing home game. If we're not going to win them both, we're going to miss the playoff. You know, and I said that to the media. And again, Comel called me and said, like, why are you saying this? You can say this. He said, like, this is, I want to make the playoff. I want to compete for the, like, and we're playing like a trash. That's the message I sent to the all the teammates. Not only myself, you know, to everyone, guys, to be an alert, to be an alert because uh, we got to win these games. This is like do or die for us. Uh, Not just like, ah, maybe it's count the points after that if they're going to lose and we're going to win. No, we have to keep the faith in our hands and have to be accountable. We go go out there and play hard and, 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 and win the games. Oh, we in the business here, home and sale. You know, we gotta sell the tickets. You said like we're not gonna make the playoffs. People not gonna be attend the the stadium. This is where we think differently. You know, I don't care if they're gonna attend or not. If we're gonna win these games, they're gonna attend gonna no try. matter what. Yeah, that's true. Hundred percent. That's true. If we're gonna lose, they're not gonna attend. They wants to see the product. They wants to see the passion on the ice. Yeah. They wants to see the winning team out there. That's exactly. I'm not just want. like. Oh, we lost. We're not gonna make it. Let's count the points. If they lose there, we're gonna win there, and uh, maybe there, uh, it's gonna be good. And maybe they're gonna fill the stadium. This is not how it works. Um, hmm. uh, how, how much do you think it was, like management, saying that to you because they knew that the media was gonna take what you said out of context or spin it. Like it was almost like they're protecting you, like to just don't say anything at all. Or do you think it was more like just like. We don't want Briz talking because he's too honest. Maybe, but you have a choice to keep them away from me, right? Because you guys said 
they always request, oh, we, call, we want a this player, this and that and that. So, okay, but you got a this, this and that player for the token today. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or you can give them. Well, your name was always on the always board. Always on the yeah. board. They always. knew they were going to get some gold. Yeah. yeah. They, for people that don't know, uh, when you come off after a game, the PR, uh, Zach Hill, would always, he would, the, you guys were requested, and it would be like four to five guys. Yeah. Now, other guys could get interviewed, but they didn't have to stay in the room for, right. for the media. But you guys did. I mean, you were on the board every you night. You is an organization you got to understand, too. This is my personality. I'm an honest person. I'm, I'm speaking of my mind. You know what I mean? I, can't, I just, you know, it's not in my nature. I can't lie. Right. You know? Right. I can say like, ah, oh, we be be better tomorrow. We not right. well, and like, yeah. hey, if we shed the bed, we shed the bed. Yeah, yeah. right. You yeah. know what I mean? Because what, 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 because everybody saw that. Yeah. You yeah. know. Yeah, it's not hard to see. Yeah, if exactly. You have a bad game. It's it's you know, you know has a bad everybody game. Everybody saw that and like, okay, this is it. Again, what we can do again? Back to the uh, in our conversation in the beginning, you know, like. Okay, forget about, learn mistakes. Mm-hmm. And guys, we got to do everything as possible tomorrow to win. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. And is an organization, if you can see, this is the do harm to me, to the organization in the media standpoint. I don't think so because there's a, I think when I was there, there's a flyers was mentioned everywhere. <laughs> you know, yeah, I guess yeah. add the value to the franchise. <laughs> right. <laughs> right now, it, it's just, okay, when we have something like a bad bad game or something going on, brewing something not very well, just don't give him my name, don't give me to the media for the couple of days. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Say, like, he's not that's available today. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's Tomorrow, he's not available. Everything settled down. Something's new come up. Okay, now you can talk. Yes. You know, yeah. it's not like, guys, you know, we're not going to treat you every day. You know, you want to treat, you got to earn it, okay? He's going to be available <laughs> for you. Like, right, yeah. <laughs> you could have pulled the Marshawn Lynch. You know, I'm only here. <laughs> I'm only here so you, I don't get fined. <laughs> you got to, you, you, yes, like, for example, twice a week. <laughs> no, no, no more, you know what I mean? Right. We have... But you had such good sound bites most of the time, and it was, you know, and it wasn't something stupid that they were saying. We have twenty-three other players to talk. That's about. That's true, right? Yeah. yeah. Sorry for the quick break. Just a quick shout out to our sponsor, DLI Commercial, a premier commercial construction and building maintenance company offering support at every phase. Thank you for your support. Check them out at DLI Commercial for all your construction needs. Back to the show. We are so happy to have our second Western Michigan alumni in a row, actually. Oh, yeah. The legend, Keith Jones. What's up, brother? Who'd you have before me, Wade Allison? Yes. Yeah, he's a good kid, isn't he? Yes, he he is. is. He's awesome. I like him. I like him. we got to keep him healthy. That's right. That's exactly what we talked about. We talked about that. He's got a lot of potential, man. And he's a good kid. He loves the game. Yes, he he does. He just exudes that. I I love to see the enthusiasm he has to play. So hopefully he has a big year. We had many fights, (laughs) Terry Murray and I. Oh, yeah? yeah. Okay. Because I fought for things like... and I think he, I know Terry would laugh about it now because I got to know him when he was in a different way when he was assistant with the Flyers right. and I was doing the TV. So, 
but uh, we had we had many battles, a lot of, a lot of fights, and one of them in particular. It's uh, it's also amazing to me when I think back to it. We were in uh, Anaheim, and it was about twelve games into my second season in the league. Okay, I was making like 150 grand. I thought I was rich. Like I, yeah. I thought that uh, I, I, I had no idea, you know, how wealthy people really are. And I thought this is it. I've got money. I can do whatever. <laughs> and I was just like, so anyway, I, um, I had played the first three games, scored a goal in my third game, got sat out the next game. So I'm a, that, you know, as, when, as a player, you produce, you think you're doing things right, you should keep playing. Now, I, I probably wasn't doing things I should be. So I sat out, played the next three games, scored in the third one, got sat out again. Now we played three more. I score in Vancouver. So we're going to Anaheim. We fly to Anaheim. We all go to dinner at the White House restaurant in Anaheim, the whole team. And uh, Randy Burridge is on the team. He's a, he's a great the great needler, like he's on. Right? He's going. Terry Murray's got your jersey on. It's life tonight, and you're getting it. You're coming out of the lineup. He's telling me at dinner, and I'm like, no, I'm not. And I'm pissed about it. Like I'm like this. This guy's like I want. I was really getting mad at, at Stumpy. So all the other guys were piling on. And sure enough, I go to the rink the next day. We're doing the morning skate, and um, you know you get that conversation with the coach near the end of practice or the morning skate where he comes over and goes hey uh, yeah hey jonesy you're not playing tonight get a skate in i hated i hated that skate like (laughs) no nobody wants to be the guy that's not playing right because you get buried physically yeah and uh i'm now but i'm also really upset because this you know randy burge in front of all the guys on the team's giving it to me so bad so i said uh loud as can be at the rink there in anaheim you know, F you, like it's uh, right as loud as can be. The whole, everyone stops. Everybody stops. Second year player making 150 oh, grand a year. And I just told the coach in no uncertain terms, <laughs> everybody heard it. And he said, Terry goes, what, what did you say? And I said it again. And he goes, what's wrong with you? You know? And, and so we get in this, Argument on the ice. Everybody leaves. The entire Capitals team, uh, that would be the 93 team, leaves. Rod Langway's last road trip ever was on this oh, trip. Wow. <laughs> yeah. he leave, they all leave. So Terry and I stay on the ice, and we're going back and forth about it. And, I, and I'm telling him, like, I, he, he realized how badly I wanted it, and eventually we got to the heart of what had happened, you know, the, with the guys giving it to me. And he started, and he goes, well, and in the middle of it, he kind of said, well, I made a mistake. I, I, he, the fact that I wanted to play that badly, I think he – so I go, well, go tell the guys that I'm back in. He goes, I can't do that. <laughs> right? So we go back and forth. And um, I would obviously never do the things that I did then. But in retrospect, again, it, it, it did enable me to you know, stand up for myself and try to get back into a position where I was back in the lineup. Uh, so I did tell him, I said, I'm not coming to the game tonight to watch us beat this uh, expansion team. And it was their first, <laughs> yeah. the Ducks' first year, yeah, right. the Mighty Ducks in Mighty that time, Ducks, right? Yeah. He goes, you got to come to the game. I go, all right, but I'm going to sit up in that restaurant. I'm going to have my dinner and watch the game. I'm not coming near the room. I, I can't, I'm, you know, so he, he just kind of, he kind of shook his head and laughed about it. But that's what I did. I watched the game upstairs. We won. I think Burridge had a hat trick too. Like, oh, I kill you, I kill him. <laughs> it, was, it was hilarious. And then I goes back in the lineup the next night against San Jose, scored a goal. And I never came out of the lineup after that wow, year. Amazing. But awesome, that's, uh, 
Yeah, that's kind of crazy, some of the things that happen that you look back on. and kind of lucky that uh, I was able to back it up with my play, mm-hmm. yeah. but you're taking a big chance. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah I would sure. never do it in my post-playing career. I've never liked that with people that I work for. Right. But when I was playing, it was like, all right, let's let's see where this ends up. Yeah, that's, that's hilarious. Um, you, you seem to have like a knack for pushing coaches' buttons. Is yeah, that, when, is, you when you yeah. play. Yeah, when you played. Yeah, when you played. I mean, I was I was hopeful that you were going to say that Terry Murray's going to put you back in the lineup every time to fuck off. But, no. yeah, but at least yeah. you got back in the next game. Yeah. But uh, there's, a, there's a story about you and uh, Jim Schoenfeld. It was there's a first, few. A well, few, yeah, probably. We I mean, had you, a lot of battles, Shoney and I, yeah. too. And if I saw him today, I'd give him the biggest hug. Yeah. yeah. He was great for me. Uh, I would compare him a lot to John Tortorella. Okay. I mean, he... He knew what buttons to push. There's no doubt. He and I pushed back. Yeah, right. We had some, we had some crazy, um, some crazy arguments. And one, one, to, I can think of one in particular. I, I was, I think I went like probably the longest time in my career without scoring. I think it was like, I want to say 13 games or so, and the team was losing some games. And he comes up to me. I'm late. We we just got finished practice where he buried us because we're losing, and that was you know. That was typical back in those days. If you weren't being productive on the ice, you're going to skate. You know, it wasn't, I don't know if it worked or not, but it, it sure did. The fear factor yeah, that right. made you play games that you might not have felt like you needed to push through. And he was pushing us. So I, uh, I was laying on the ice. I'm doing like snow angels, you know, at the end of, <laughs> and I'm looking to counting like the lights on the ceiling of the arena there in Washington, the piney orchard, the practice rink. And uh, here he comes, you know, and he's leaning over. He's a, he's a physical specimen. Like, he's he worked out hard. Man. Like, he's one of those coaches that was in the gym more than some of the players, right? <laughs> yeah, right. And he's looking down at me, and, you know, we've already had many encounters before this. And he says, what's wrong with you, you know? And I'm like, I'm exhausted. You know, you're killing us. And he goes, hold on, hold on, everybody in, everybody in. <laughs> so I'm, like, sitting there, and I get back up, and he calls the whole team in. He's like, no. Hey. Jones, he's tired, guys. <laughs> so he goes, uh, we're going to take this. one is a true story. He goes, we're going to take it easy and practice the next couple days, and we'll see how you guys do in the games, right? I'm like, yeah, good. That's a good idea. That's great. <laughs> so I leave the rink, come back. We play the next night. We lose. I get no goals. We play. We practice the next day nice and easy. Play the next night, lose. Oh, okay, no. I'm like, that's all right. We'll come out of it. That's what I'm thinking to myself, right? <laughs> so we get, now we have a game in Tampa. It's like a Saturday or Sunday afternoon. And it's a, I just remember walking in the rink. There's that one huge arena. I can't even remember what it was. Was it the baseball stadium? Yeah. 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 Okay, yeah. I forget the name of it. So I got my head down. You know, you're not scoring, so you're upset about that, right? The team's not winning. You're upset about that. As a player, you're probably more upset that you're not scoring because right. it's a regular season, right? <laughs> right? So I walk in, and here he is waiting for me, right? He goes, hey, come on to my office. You know, I'm, oh. I go, here we go. I got one of those blue undershirts on, you know, we used to wear. Little stand the stand fields, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. I that on. I'm in my, like, long underwear, and I'm just like, where's this one going, right? So he goes, you you be me. He goes, sit down. He goes, you be me, and I'll be you. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Role play. Oh, yeah, it was the best. And he goes, my hands hurt. I don't feel good. 
uh, I'm exhausted, you know, like this. And it was so, it was, it's funny when I think back at it, but so uh, and then that's my turn to be him, right? And Shoney loved to give you the fist pump. He was ahead of his time in the germs, right? Like he was like, yeah. he wasn't a handshaker, he was a fist pumper. So I, uh, I said, don't worry about it, son, you'll come out of it like that, right? Like give him the old fist pump. <laughs> he goes, get, you know, get yeah, the F yeah. out of here. Yeah. And, um, he wasn't done with it though. It was like he, he went right to everybody in. You know, oh, yeah. out of the office. And I literally I got these like huge donut sweats in my armpits and everything. And he proceeds to like just bury me to the rest of the team. He's to Jones, he said, you know, all this you know, and uh, and we just kind of moved past it eventually. But uh, we had a lot of those. We had a lot of those. And I, I, I say this with great respect to him. If I didn't have those with him, I, I never would have advanced to be you know, a guy that was playing with top line players. He actually got me started in that type of role playing with uh, Pavanka and Bondra in Washington. And then Juno and Connor Walchuk there as well. And then when I was traded to Colorado, I was ready to play with guys like Sackick or Forsberg um, and, and take advantage of those opportunities and be a good complimentary player to top line players. So I learned some valuable lessons. We are absolutely jacked to have our guest Welcome home, brother, Mr. Tony D'Angelo. What's yeah. up, bro? Thank you. Thanks for having me on, too. Excited to be home. Yes, I, I can bet. imagine, man. It's yeah. uh, awesome. We were uh, totally pumped when uh, the moves happened and you end up signing. Um, so happy to have you, brother. Your, your style of game, Flyers really need it. And you grew up a lifelong Flyers fan. Who, who was your guy growing up? Believe it or not, I was actually on the other podcast yesterday, and they said, who did you like as a player? Uh, you know, Hunter Brody, you guys know Hunter Brody. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I said, I, Chris Pronger. I said, we don't play anything alike. Like, we're totally different. I said, but I love Pronger. But my favorite player of them all, I was a big JR fan for a while. I was always a flyer. Like, you know, my buddies, we, we go to, I remember we would be at practice, and everybody's favorite player to wear a number, like Crosby. We got guys from Jersey wearing Crosby, and we got guys from here wearing, you know, Bergeron or whatever it is. I was only flyers. Yeah. So I don't give a shit about any of the other teams. <laughs> yeah. My flyers, whoever's we got. But Peter Forsberg and Mike Richards. Oh, yes. oh dude. Yeah. Mike Richards, I loved uh, just I loved the way he played. Sure. You know, that yeah. was a flyer, in my opinion. Oh, 100%. And he fought, and he hit, and he was nasty, and he was great. Yeah. Great with the puck. Yep. He scored. He killed penalties. He played on the power play. Yep. I loved him. Yep. I loved Mike Richards. But Forsberg's game, I loved. I mean, and he was a little nasty, too. Like, he would throw out oh, reverse check. Yeah, reverse, the reverse, reverse check. Yeah. We talked and about that. He wasn't going to fight or anything, which I didn't care about. But he played hard. Like, he played like sure a he did. way. Got big defensive coming to hit him. He put his shoulder right in their jaw. You yes. know, when they're thinking they're going to throw the hit, and then they get hit. And uh, him and Gagne together. Yeah. It was oh, great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I loved man. them two guys. But, what amazing uh, vision he had. Oh, he was great. God. I mean, when he came that one year, I don't know how many goals Gagne scored. He had to score the high 30s or 40s. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he definitely was. But no, those two guys. Were, I loved them too, guys. Like Richards was, he was great. Yeah, I loved him. So that was kind of my. And then when, when they went to the cup, I was like fourteen. Or 15, yeah. So that was kind of like two thousand ten. Yeah. 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 Watching that was the and, uh, that was the in that playoff round against Montreal. The shift. The shift. Yeah, the my shift. favorite yeah. goal ever. I log on YouTube sometimes, and I don't Just even know why it jacked. comes up. I feel like my phone or computer like listens to. Oh, it definitely does. <laughs> yeah. Like typing in the shift, and then it'll come up like <laughs> yeah. videos you might like, and it's like the shift, Mike Richards. I'm yep. Like, <laughs> I haven't looked at any of this stuff, and here's Mike, and then I watch it. Yeah, and then it keeps coming up. It's but, hard uh, not that was to unreal. watch. Yeah, right? man, insane shit. He well, he had the first pass; they could have scored. And he comes back down, hits yep. another guy. It was insane. <laughs> it was great. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I love, love Richie. I Rick played, obviously played with Richie. That yeah. year you're talking about was my last year, and yeah. what a what an oh, epic leader Jesus, and um, just all right all around guy. I mean, talk about like doing everything, right? Yeah. I mean, he he was a great. That's what I think a hockey player is. He was a hockey player. Like, he was a hockey that's player, what, especially Philly fans. Like that's what they think a hockey player is. Yeah. Yes, 
You exactly. Know, and, that's, and that's what it was. So that's why I was such a big fan. Like, yeah. in my family, like my dad and stuff, and they grew up, my cousins, you know, they grew yep. up, they were watching the bullies, Broad Street Bullies. So, right. sure. like, their version of a hockey player was always that. You had to have that in you if you're a hockey player. For right. sure. That's what they thought. Right. And uh, that's just the mentality of the city, and that's the mentality of, like, our people and our fans and stuff. So, yeah. That's, uh, that was my kind of guys. I loved all of them. Yeah. And, it, it, you know, it's funny now, Rick Bone, uh, Richie, we call him Rick Bone, he, he's goalie in men's league now. Yeah. He's <laughs> yeah. a goalie. I'm like, what, Richie, what's wrong? Ah, fuck. What else you got to do, man? <laughs> I know, right? He's won in every level, literally yeah, every right? level, man. The guy's, uh, but you're right, he's a, he's a hockey player yeah, for yeah. sure, man. For sure. And, and uh, Chris Pronger is a great, great uh, choice as well. I yeah. play with Prongs, and what, what, a, what, a, what a warrior and, yeah. and leader, and just the heart. The old, you know, one of the few old school guys oh that was still God, kicking around when I was still playing. Yeah, but he was good. And make an outlet pass right on your tape anywhere. Dude, oh, anywhere. yeah. We, For a guy that wasn't really like moving around real fast, he would just hold it there and then boom, right yeah. on the tape, out you go. He was, yeah. uh, I used to watch, like, like, I watched every single game, never missed a game. I was young. My parents had to throw me upstairs in, in the bedroom because I'd be yelling at the TV. <laughs> they weren't winning. I mean, the passion. That's where the passion early. comes yeah. from, yeah. right? I'm yeah. screaming at the TV like if they're losing 2-1 in Calgary or something. You know, Wednesday night, I got to school the next day. My parents are sending me upstairs. I go upstairs, turn the TV on. My dad's out here his feet. I turn it off. I act like I'm sleeping. And... Uh, yeah, it was just it was my whole life. It was always flyer. Go to school with your dad. Flyers T-shirt. Flyers hat. Whatever. Oh, that's awesome. So that's that was my so the one to playing here now. It's just like uh, oh my God. dream come true kind of. And two years ago, people have been uh, messaging me. I had to tell you guys this. I was playing at the Rangers, so Flyers became my rival. And they they weren't picking me up. They never traded for me. I was like, fuck them. Yeah. And um, <laughs> the they're doing this little stupid questionnaire like on Instagram. And, uh, they were like, who's your least favorite team in the NHL? It's Philadelphia. Right on purpose, just to right, right. stir it up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and great. when I sign here, people think it's serious. You know, yeah, like, yeah. Meanwhile, I always love the Flyers, and they think it's serious. Like, he hates, he hates the team. They're messaging me and then tagging. Oh, me in the comments. of course they are. But uh, yeah, it was always, always number one. And I was Sanheim. I was in Sanheim's draft. So Sanheim went yep. seventeen. I went nineteen. Right. And I was pissed. You know, because I wanted to go to the Flyers. I yeah. wanted to go in two picks later, but. Uh, no, it's it's worked out really cool. Seven years later, we're we're here. We to are. Yeah. You got a lot of career left too, so it's uh, hopefully you're here more than yeah, two years. Yeah, a lot more too. Oh That's, man, you're uh, you also growing up here. You're you're all Philly, right? Like uh, Phillies, Eagles, Eagles. Like, if I had to go in order, like obviously the Flyers number one, but if I had to go in order after that, it's Eagles, Phillies, Sixers. Okay, I love the Eagles. Yeah, yeah. I'm already trying to figure out who I'm going to text to get. Uh, Get as close to the sideline as I can for the opening game if I'm home. <laughs> there you go. So I, uh, I'm a diehard Eagles guy. Greg, I think De- all Philly is. Greg Dilamitros, he's the head equipment guy. He's my buddy. You heard it. Tony wants yeah. sideline. I'm going to meet him. Number 79, Mr. Carter Hart. What's up, brother? Hey, what's up, boys? Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming on, man. Appreciate your time. Uh, any superstitions? You got you have leading up the games. Uh, I used to be really bad as a kid, like when I was younger, junior. Um, like I remember the world ju- world juniors a couple years ago. It's my last world juniors, and I had to be the last guy off between periods and like games. Do you remember that? <laughs> we were playing like I think we were playing Switzerland. Yeah. And they put their backup goalie on the ice to like, there. screw with me. Yeah. That and so I'm just like it's a standoff on the ice and the Zamboni is almost done between the periods like come on like, like a lap left and all the boys in the room were like where the hell is Carter like yeah. what's going on and uh, so then I found, I go in like I, he goes off I go in whatever and the boys are like what the hell are you doing I was like I gotta be last off and whatever like we won, I think we won, awesome. that, we won that game um, and then it, I think it was maybe semifinals or quarterfinals and we played Switzerland again, and well, the first one was against Finland. And then we played Switzerland in the quarters, 
And they did that. They had, like, that quirky coach that year who, like, came into the final saying, like, oh, you expect us to win? They have – they're Canada. They're yeah, I remember. Yeah, 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 I remember. <laughs> and uh, so they kept their goalie out again. So I'm, like, standing there. I'm, like, screw this. I just hopped off. But then he hopped off. Then I Even hopped back, back out. Did <laughs> yeah. That's after, awesome. I was like, hey, like, it's too much work. Pretty, this <laughs> yeah. is dumb. Like, this doesn't make me a better hockey player. This <laughs> is just in my head. Like, it draws unwanted attention to myself, to the team. Right. This this is dumb. So I like I got I gassed that one. Like, the only thing I really do is like, I just do everything at like a certain time before a game, and that's yeah. really it. Like, I just do the same thing. Like, I have my pre routine. Yeah. How about watching Ellen before games? Yeah, that's why I wore it. Yeah, I mean, um, the boys chirp me. <laughs> of course. Why? Yeah. Say that. No, first of all, they say my hair looks like Ellen. <laughs> so, so Jans always calls me Ellen. And so I went and bought this hoodie. I'm like, oh, man. Just to, <laughs> so he loved it. Um, that's that's awesome. great. So like I'm playing. Sometimes I play sewer when I'm not playing. And he's like, oh, hit it to Ellen. I'm like, <laughs> Oh, like, <laughs> the haircut's the same. That's awesome. She had frosty tips, though, right? Like you know, I don't have frosty tips. Well, you did. I might have better hair. <laughs> yeah, I you think do, you yeah. do. I think you do, actually. Um, no, but so, oh, yeah, that's so, so I got this. And, um, I watch her every game day. Like, I wake up at 3 for my pregame nap. She's on. When my last year junior, me and my roommate, Riley Sutter, my billet, like that's what would that's what my billet had on. Parks had that on. So you got used to I kept thinking he had Judge Judy on, but then it went into Ellen when we woke up and we just watched it. And I was like, "Hey, we're winning games." Like then when I turned pro, I just kind of kept that routine yep. and, and just watched <laughs> right? it. So I got them all recorded on my DVR. There you go. <laughs> awesome. Whatever works, just in case you miss one. We have our main man in 2.0. 2.0. He does it all. A Flyers legend, <laughs> played here forever. He's got Snow the Goalie yeah. podcast. Yes, sir. You do? Yes, sir. Friend of the show, by the way. Yes. Pennsylvania, uh, your rehab center, recovery center. Uh, you do it all. Mr. Chris Terrian, welcome yeah. to the show, brother. Guys, love you. You know that. I mean, I've been on here before. I think I, was, I, think I came on like 8th or ninth last year when you guys started, so... That was high enough for me. Anytime you're top 10 in anything, <laughs> yeah, right. that's Big good. Time, you're right? top 10 great, for sure. Great to be back, though, guys. You guys have had a, have a great show. Watch it every week. Great guests and, and great hockey coverage. So uh, let's rock it for a little while here. And yeah. So here we go. As I think, you know, a lot of coaches now, guys, get hired. If you talk to GMs, they, they hire coaches now tailored to, you know, work with with the modern day athlete. hundred percent. Right? Yeah. Yeah, better yeah. communicators, more like, you know, like when I used ground to level, we had a bad game. I'd have a GM call me and be like, you were horse shit last night. And I don't want to fucking ever see it again. <laughs> yeah. Now if a guy has a rough game, he's like, Hey, is everything okay? Yeah. 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 Can I help you Remember, out? Like Clarky, Clarky coming down the one night <clears throat> telling you guys, you better put wheels on your homes. Cause I'll get rid of every <laughs> fucking <laughs> one of you. Every one of you guys should buy a trailer. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Fucking wheels on it. Yes. <laughs> That was rough. I mean, yeah, like a GM, like come down to the locker. I remember one time he came down, he ragged like 10 guys, and I was sitting there, and I'm like, oh, boy, I hope I get away with this. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, right. I just kind of side stuff. So I'm sitting next to Desjardins, right? Get my, we're half dressed. We played Dallas that night. We, that was a 12 in a row that we'd lost it back in 99, oh I God. think, or going into the 2000 playoffs. <laughs> and he gets around, and I'm just trying to like keep my head down, like look at the car. <laughs> and, and all of a sudden, I hear. And fucking you, Bundy. He goes, poor Desjardins having to play with you every night. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, it. Fuck, that I was, was hiding. <laughs> 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 
Oh, oh man, that's classic. I, I I remember him coming in. Uh, it got so bad with the Phantoms. He actually came down. Homer brought him down, Clarky, to talk the one oh, yeah. day when we had Pavel Brendel. Oh. And we had these. We had this one kid, Pletka, who had a lot of skill. I actually think he scored the one game. He got called up. He actually scored. His name was uh, his last name was Pletka. And anyway, he Clarky comes down. Everybody's in the room, trainers, everyone. And he just goes, okay, first off, guys, Pletka, you're done. He goes, go upstairs, Diana will give you uh, everything you need. You're going home. You quit on this team. You're out of here. And we're and I got everybody's attention, right? And he goes, and he looks over at Pav, Pavel Brendel and goes, and Pav, Pavel, you're on fucking speed dial, kid. Like that. And, and, Bren, and Brendel goes, like, he goes, and I'm like, oh, I'm glad he didn't see that. He gave him the old, you know. Oh, yeah, he had the worst but, attitude. But, uh, yeah, yeah, he was, yeah, he was bad. But uh, I remember Johnny LeClaire one night. We were going out, <laughs> going out on the ice. And it was, yeah, I sit and wait. Like, you know, the guys are, are huddling, waiting to go for warm-up. And, and Brendel's there, and he's like. <laughs> and Johnny, and Johnny LeClaire goes, come on, boys. Let's feed off of Pavel's energy for this one tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Is that not the truth, too, though? This oh, guy didn't man. give a fuck about anything. We are so happy to have Mr. Kerry Frazier. What's up, Kerry? How are you, man? Boys, I got to tell you, it's it's good to see you. Uh, I have flashbacks when I see faces of, of guys that I was involved with throughout my 30-year NHL career. And uh, as soon as I saw you, it was like Riles hitting the freaking <laughs> speed bag, <laughs> yeah. heavy bag, and working out with the, with the fight trainer, and you running around, you know, equipment, guys need this, need that. Nasty, where are you? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, that's... You were always found, though. They I found you eventually. They usually found me. <laughs> I was buzzing, I was around, buzzing around, probably doing ADHD nothing. ADHD kicking in. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just just hyper as hell. Still doing the same thing around here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Quick showers, disappearing, couldn't find him this morning. Yoga. Oh. Yeah. Yoga. Yeah. yeah. Yoga. That's, all, that's all he does. Um, that's all he does. So he gives me shit all the time. But um, we are so thankful to have you here, man. You are a busy, busy man. You have so much going on. Young, Busy young man, getting ready to turn 70. Yeah. Years young. Yeah. You don't look at it all. Keep and the feet moving. Yep, you, right? you do. And, you, you know, you have a lot of stuff going on. We're going to talk about it today. But um, I, I was just going to ask you right away is, like, uh, how did you – when did your love of hockey start? And when did you uh, – Realize you wanted to be a referee. Well, first of all, uh, I'm a Canadian, eh? And uh, <laughs> so my dad played pro hockey. Uh, he was in the International Hockey League. Uh, he played in Scotland when he was 19 years old in the Scottish International Hockey League. Uh, they were all Canadian guys. They had a tryout at Toronto uh, Maple Leaf Gardens. And uh, my dad grew up with Bill Barilko, who was a Toronto Maple Leaf. Disappeared. Uh, killed in the plane crash yeah, uh, after scoring the song. winning goal uh, to win the Stanley Cup for the Leafs. So dad stayed oh. at Bill's place and uh, wow. the tryout that's, thing. That's and amazing. He made the team, made the league, and they went over on a ship. And uh, he played in Falkirk for a year. Uh, I may have some relatives over there as a result. <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> Maybe siblings. I don't know. But uh, he, uh, you know, with the last name Fraser... Um, He's got that Scottish ancestry that we all have. Uh, so I was skating when I was 15 months old. As soon as I Incredible. could walk, wow. I would go to dad's practices and uh, the trainer would put my skates on and I'd go out and, and I had a stick that held up. As soon as I could walk, I was banging a puck in, uh, yeah. in our kitchen. And uh, we lived with, uh, took care of my, uh, my great-grandfather and uh, he had a cane and he was the goalie. Yeah. So I was like a year old and I'm, I'm whacking pucks at him and balls. And so 
the love of the game as a Canadian is instilled in us. We grew up on backyard rinks. Uh, I played uh, AAA all-star hockey from, from Pee Wee, Bantam, Midget, and then went on to play junior. Uh, I finished playing junior A uh, as the captain of the Sarnia team. Uh, Mark Howe was the last player that I played against uh, that played in the NHL. Wow. Uh, he was with the Detroit Junior Red Wings. Uh, his mom, Colleen, was the general manager of the team, and, and Billy Day was the, uh, was the coach, former Red Wing. Uh, so I was a good little player. Uh, my dad was also a boxer, Riley. You'll, no, no you'll, way. Yeah, and he was really a tough guy. Forearms like Popeye. He had the anchors on them. And uh, so he taught me how to fight when I was 12 years old uh, in our kitchen. And uh, he'd knock me down, and, and he'd say, you've got to keep your hands up. Keep your hands up. And boom, I'd go down. He'd just, you know, open palm, slap me down. And uh, I got it. I, I finally got <laughs> it. And I was a lefty. And I had bony hands, and, and I could cut guys, and I hated bullies. Absolutely hated bullies. So we were playing AAA midget. We had five guys on our team that went on to play in the NHL. Wayne Merrick was uh, a four-time Stanley Cup winner. Uh, we had Bob Neely, first pick uh, of the Toronto Maple Leafs on D. He was six foot at that time playing midget. So we had some really good players. And we were playing in this, you'll love this, we were playing in the aftermath of the Silver Stick Tournament for midget players. It was called the Silver Blades. We're playing in Port Huron, McMoran Arena. We're in the final. We're playing against this Michigan team, and they had a big guy on defense that was dirty, and he was sticking our guys. And, and Dad, the coach, said, boys, be disciplined, be disciplined. We're going to win the game, win the game. So no penalties. Okay, so five minutes left with all these big guys on the team. Taps me on the shoulder. He said, go teach that big guy a lesson. Oh, <laughs> I could fight better scared than they could mad, typically. <laughs> yeah. And you know what's easier to punch up than it is down? Yeah. So I speed bag this guy with both hands, cut him over both eyes. We get thrown out of the game. I'm in the dressing room. The guys come in. We win the championship. Everybody's excited. And uh, I hear this argument out in the hallway, and I hear my dad's voice. And he slipped in the dressing room, locked the door. He came over. He put his arm around me. He said, listen, Carrie, he said, I'm really proud of the way you took care of that kid. He said he needed to be taught a lesson. He was dirty, and he's a bully. He said, well, you took the kid. I don't think you can take his mother. She's out there waiting for you. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> well, it gets better. Listen, her mom. <laughs> he said, I'm serious. we got to get you out of here. She's not leaving. She's waiting for you to come out. Oh, I said, man. okay, well, what do we do? He said, you see that stick bag? I weighed 115 pounds. <laughs> come on. Oh, come on. Get in the stick bag. The old man threw me over his shoulder, zipped me up, and away we go. Walk past the mother. That wow. That is amazing. She was checking all the faces of my teammates. Oh, Impressive. That's amazing. Currently, the color commentator for the Philadelphia Flyers. He's done it all. TV, radio. He's a star. He is a star. Uh Mr. Steve Coates. Dave Coates, uh, always a pleasure. <laughs> yeah, Coatesy, what's up? Oh, what's up? Oh. <laughs> Boy, I'll tell you what. Just, it's nice to be on the right side of the ground. That's all. Yeah, really right. Important. You say you've been around a long time? Long time. <laughs> long time. You're going to be around a long, long time. Oh, yeah. You're kicking, You're like a fine baby. wine, Coatesy. What's yes. that? You're like a fine wine. Oh, well, that's probably why I had that heart problem, because I drank it too much. <laughs> Oh, man. If there's a minute to go or we're winning 2-1, I'll block a shot for you. Outside of that, I'm not going to do it. 
I mean, they hurt. Oh, and yeah. They, and the equipment oh. was, you know, inferior to what they have now. 100%. You get one in the toe, you get one in the shin. Oh, my yeah. goodness, it would just absolutely stink. Why do that? <laughs> yeah. Why? Now it's mandatory to block shots, get the shot blocker. That's right. You're, you're, yeah, that's right. You're, you're coached into being in shot lanes. So, Coatsy, I, I saw um, your stats. Uh, Des, Des Moines, is that how you say it? Des Moines. Des Moines you, you were there. Was that the IHL? Des Moines Capitals, and yeah. You, what a year. So point per game guy. Yeah, back in the day, it was it was a pretty good year. We won the uh, Turner Trophy, oh, Turner wow. Cup, yeah, on the IHL. The line actually, uh, Mike Emmerich made a big deal, but he was a the play-by-play guy for the Port Huron Flags that year. So uh, I got fortunate to play with a guy named Peter Mara and Ian McKinnon, and we uh, we spent the whole year with the highest scoring line, and then. Um, from there, I went south. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I actually, no. The next year, I went to Richmond, and I, I, was, I was hurt a lot, and uh, it was just a terrible year. Came back the next year and had 25 goals yep. in Richmond, and then um, busted my hand in a fight. Dumbest fight I was ever in. Dumbest fight. Homer was on the ice the same time I was, and uh, it was the first minute of play, and I went after a guy named Jimmy Jones who wouldn't have, done anything and i don't know why to this day <laughs> i fought him i got to the penalty box and i looked down and bones sticking out of my oh hand. my oh, god man. so Ugh. that was the end of that jeez then so, i had the you know and then i uh next year the franchise the flyers farm team moved to springfield yes and there was only uh 10 of us there was a, a time where the american hockey league only had six teams because oh, the world hockey oh. association was flourishing at that time that's right right so there was 10 Washington Capitals and t- 10 Philadelphia Flyers players. And I was the captain, and uh, I can honestly tell you that I was probably the worst captain those guys ever had. I was, no, it was, no, it wasn't a good situation. We were out of the playoffs by Christmas. Oh, um, tough. And it was a train wreck. And yeah. uh, uh, I got traded that year to Detroit, and I had my that was my downfall there is I had a breakaway against the D, against the New York Islanders. I blocked a shot, which was an accident. <laughs> oh, no, no, no! I blocked I blocked the shot. Okay, I it blocked. It wasn't the shot. by accident. It was an accident. <laughs> Bert Marshall took the shot, and somehow my hand got in the way. Okay, it hit me in the top of the glove. Now the puck is fired out into the center part of the ice. So now I got a breakaway. The crowd's going, yay! <laughs> I got skating into the blue, into the red line to pick up the puck because it would bounce kind of a little bit. I pushed it forward, and all of a sudden, my groin popped right oh, up into my belly. Oh, my God. And I couldn't, I couldn't move. I couldn't move. I got to the far blue line, and I got there, and I fired the puck in the corner and skated straight left to the bench. The crowd went from a yay <laughs> what to are a you boo doing? to a boo in a very quick moment. Yeah. Okay, now you got to think. Chico Rush was the goalie. He's looking at me like, "What are you? Where are you going? It's a breakaway." So that was kind of the end of my time. I ended up playing five games in Detroit when I got traded there because I had a pulled groin. I couldn't do anything oh, about no it. Way. You, you yeah, scored. How... You had a G note in Detroit in NHL. Yeah, I scored. Who'd you a goal? score on? Huh? Do you remember who you scored on? Yeah, Dennis Herron. He's never been the same since. No, <laughs> no, still, I, he's no. not in the, the, the league anymore. No, no, they, he, <laughs> he, he was like, I can't believe this happened. <laughs> I mean, but I, the way I tell the story is that thank God it went in because it would have killed him if it hit him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. What a bomb! Oh, it was just unbelievable. We are very fortunate to have a gentleman who is very close to both of us in our hearts and had a lot to do with both of our uh, careers. Um, he's a, 
currently senior advisor. He's been the president, the GM, assistant GM, head coach, assistant coach, basically done it all. Mr. Paul Holmgren, thank you for joining us. Hey, thanks for having me, Derek Riley. It's a pleasure to be here. I, um, I've, I've heard about your podcast, seen seen little clips of it many times, and uh, really happy to be here. We want to talk to you about uh, Ed Snyder. I mean, obviously working for him, legendary owner. Right. Um, yeah, obviously, a really know, I got I got to see Mr. Snyder on. Uh, you know, obviously as a player, as as a coach. Uh, and then getting to work with him when I was a GM and then a little bit at the end there when I was a president of the Flyers. But uh, what a wonderful man. Uh, you know, Flyers' family was was him, really. I mean, he's he's the one that uh, I'm sure he didn't start out thinking I got to make this a family, but because of the way he treated everybody, that's kind of what, what happened really over the course of time and uh, all he cared about was uh, winning. Uh, when you worked for him, he, he, he wanted to make sure everything was available in order for, for you to do your job the best you could and then he let you do your job. He didn't, he didn't interfere. He, he would debate you on things, he, uh, vehemently debate on whatever you wanted to do. You wanted to sign this guy as a free agent, you wanted to make this trade, you wanted to fire this guy, uh, you wanted to play this guy in the power play over this guy. Like he, and he wanted to debate that, you'd debate. But at the end of the day, it's okay, good luck. I hope you know what you're doing. Yeah, right. <laughs> so he was that involved in some, some of your day-to-day um, no, stuff? No, but, you know, a lot of stuff. I, I remember one conversation, he, he, he called me up one time and, I, I can't remember what precipitated the call, but we might have made it. We might have made, <laughs> yeah. We <laughs> might have made. Game? <laughs> we might. We might have made a you know a small trade or something. And he, you know, I you try to keep him informed, right? I mean, he is he, he is the owner. He should know what's going <laughs> yeah. on. Of course, yeah. So I must have forgot to tell him something, and he so he, he calls me up and he's kind of yelling at me. So I just I listen and take it in and then I, I okay so let me get this straight so if I if I want to give uh, the equipment manager a $10,000 raise should I call you on that well no don't don't be silly you don't have to do that but <laughs> so it's you know it's just you could go back at him with yeah. stuff it was just uh, I, I, I loved working with him and and you know at the end I remember I talked to him a lot even when he was yeah. near the end I'd FaceTime with him and uh we had we had a lot of good talks, but he, he, you know everybody misses him, right? Yeah, I mean, we, we all miss him. Yeah. Uh, he, yep. um, he was just a um, wonderful mentor and wonderful guy to be around. I yeah. I used to I I thought it was so cool. Like he would come in like the day like say he came to the skate zone. It wasn't a lot, but I remember the one day I was outside grabbing something out of my car, and he came flying in and that. Uh, really cool color i don't want to say purple is a lightish blue that porous yeah. lightish blue with a hint of purple 
like metallic, like just sick as car. He comes flying in, windows down, shades on, just rock and roll, <laughs> just blaring. I'm like, look at this guy. This is the coolest so. thing I've ever seen. Comes in and I'm like, that's that car is sick, Mr. Schneider, because he came in the back way and then went upstairs. And he's like, you want to take it for a test drive? I'm like, absolutely not. <laughs> <'Cause>, uh, <laughs> my luck, I'll pull out and get T-boned. Yeah. <laughs> I'll we were be trying to work the rest of my life to pay we, it off. We were driving a lunch one time. We were going to Famous Dave's down there on Columbus Boulevard. Yeah. You know that road there? He's going around 20 miles an hour. I said, this thing open up a little bit? <laughs> Imagine <laughs> <Yeah>. saying that. <laughs> so he stomps on it. Oh. We're going about 140 miles an hour down Columbus Boulevard. Ooh, this is all right. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's funny you say that because you're pretty fast driving. Uh, I settled down. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I, I drive to, a lot. Yeah. When they used to come, like, say we're in Brooklyn or New York, it'd be like, uh, how long take you? Uh, you know, about 30 minutes. 30 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Whoever was riding with them was like, yeah, hold on tight. Yeah. Used to bust Strap his chop. Nobody fell asleep. No, yeah. no, they didn't. I'll tell you that. I, I remember, too, a couple times, like, Mr. Snyder, like, he was so passionate, like, I remember one time he, you know, like he would come not more than one time if if the guys had a bad game and he would come down. I remember when Chief was coaching and he was all over both of you and nothing really that you had done, but he was just so mad and he kept coming down and I was like waiting because the guys kicked everyone out of the room having a team meeting. You know, you've been in those. Sure. And uh, he had his ear up to the door and he he was like. What are they saying there? What are they saying? I'm like, I, I don't know. I'm trying to listen to you know. But he was so red. You know when you get mad, he got oh, red yeah. like that. But he was awesome. He he was he was he was just awesome. Just yeah. an awesome man. Sometimes you gotta just you just gotta take it. Yeah. Yeah. Let him yep. let him get yeah, it off exactly. his chest. Exactly. What are you gonna say? Yeah. Exactly. What are you gonna yes, say? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. No problem. Yeah. Well, it's got to be amazing to work with him and kind of pick his brain and understand where the vision comes from because it's like to build a, a franchise like the Flyers and and, and surround and, and, himself and, and everything that's people. spun off of the Flyers right, really exactly. when you think about it Prism and oh, yeah, that's no true doubt. yeah I forgot about all that his, all his companies it's, un, it's unbelievable it's, it's an amazing. unbelievable story alright we're back big thanks to our man Baller Debo for putting together the highlights the 2022 appreciate it christmas Fun, special funny stuff man lots good of good stuff, stuff. uh more to come yes. more to come we're just getting going now we're just getting going i think yep yeah just just starting to find our groove lots of big things coming in 2023 yes very exciting nice big app uh, nice big guest coming on for episode hundo and a yeah and a announcement coming in the next couple weeks too yes. so can't wait excited for 2023 and uh in the direction of nasty knuckles yes Yes. Good stuff. Very lucky, fortunate. Yeah. It's been it's a been, lot of fun. It's been a lot of fun seeing your ass every day. Yeah. Or every other day. If we could find you. <laughs> you know where to find me now. Jamaica, Miami. Uh, <laughs> fuck. I mean, yeah. fuck. Where are we going today? Uh, where are you going today? Like, <laughs> flying somewhere? Are you going no. to Maryland to have caviar? No, not with today. The clear, with the clear boys? No, not today. No. Um, okay. Maybe the new year, though. Yeah. Caviar. Yeah. Sushi. Sushi, sorry, yeah. sushi. You gotta Not get right. <laughs> you didn't have any calves. Well, speaking of clear, yes, clear rum. Yeah, get it in ya. <laughs> you. Clear, oh, clear water. Ooh, love it. You're overserved last night. No. Why are you gonna throw that out there like that? <laughs> For sakes. Dragging this morning. Maybe. No, I wasn't dragging this morning. I'm ready to rock and roll, but you ain't got to throw it out there for everybody. 
I'm, maybe I was in one. I don't know. You're looking fresh. I know one thing. I saw Baller up on the big screen. <laughs> he was oh, definitely yes. in one. <laughs> yeah, a companion, too. <laughs> oh, the old Jumbotron. De- nowhere to hide. Sleeping. Oh, yeah, nowhere, nowhere to hide. <laughs> oh, man. No. Yes. Well, let's get into it. Our let's clear get into questions it. from Clear Rum. Ready. Let's go, Baller. Oh, we've had a lot of questions over the past week about how long you guys think Chuck Fletcher has with the team. Oh, I knew this was coming. I don't know the exact answer to that, but as long as the performance remains where it is and they're not winning games, it's the shelf life becomes shorter and shorter, right? I mean, this is the is a business of performance, well, like any corporation, right? Um, I think this, this year has kind of been the year the other – you're either going to move over the hump or it's you're going to have to move past the GM. I think we're at that that critical phase. I think started out so well, and I knew that wasn't overly sustainable. Um, but it's becoming very, I say, difficult to watch once again. So I don't know. I mean, what do you think, Nasty? I don't wow. think he's got a whole lot longer. I mean, originally I was thinking, you know, by Christmas, New Year's, but um, – I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't think he'll endure the rest of the season, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, I. I don't know. I don't. It's hard to say, like, which way they're looking at. It. Are they going to say, "Hey, we've these injuries have killed us"? You know, um, maybe some moves. I don't know. I'm not a, not a GM, not a president, so it's hard for me to say. But it, you know, it doesn't help with the way it's gone the last three years. That's for sure. You know, in your third year, another tough year we're dealing with right now. So, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. It's hard to say. It's, it is hard to say, you know, but um, I say winning cures all. I just don't see that happening this season where they're going to start spinning out all kinds of wins and, and turn transforming this thing. Well, I, th- I think, not to beat a dead horse, but I think when that question, you know, it's been getting asked a lot, but I think you have to go back to expectations – from back near the end of last year when they came out, open checkbook, where this is a retool, you know, I think you hear that and then you don't like some things that we thought were going to happen. And we've had, we've had guests say, I think this was a good move not to bring Johnny Gaudreau in here. I still disagree with that. That's just my opinion. It means nothing, but yeah. everybody has their own opinion. But when you, when you tell people this is what we're doing and then you have the biggest free agent, available yep. knocking the door down to come here and you don't bring him i uh, i think now you see it with the attendance um it, it just it just a it leaves a bad taste in your mouth kind of you know like as a fan and you know we're friends with a lot of these guys and and we're pulling for everyone like we're pulling for the flyers but it's it's got to be mentally tough you know this, this is three years you know Oh yeah, uh, no, uh, it's, a, it's a it's a it's a drag, and it's injuries. No one can do anything about that. Like I mean, yeah. it's it sucks. Um, you don't want to use it as an excuse. But it is a little bit of an excuse. Like you, you have to admit, like you never saw Coots being out. No, you know, no. We've talked about this to our. And we didn't. In the face. We didn't see Cam. You know, being yeah, out. Yeah, I mean that one. Then that gets dropped on you. And then you season. get a player that just says, "I've had enough." Whatever that may the reason may be, we don't really know. No, um, but uh, just. Just things aren't going the the best. Yep. You know, and they haven't. So I I don't know, man. It's 
it's a business, like you said, and I, uh, you know, who knows? Yep, time will tell. You yep. know, oh, I'm I'm hopeful that the Flyers can turn the thing, the ship around, yeah. some way, shape, or form, and Me just too. and just kind of get back on the map. Um, if that happens, maybe extends the shelf life. But I mean, right. the reality is, is these last few years have not been overly successful. Right. Um, so we will see. Yes. Chris Mayer wants to know what's your favorite Steve Mason story. Hmm. Mace. Mace. I hope I can. I had one that I just love, but well, it's not bad. We had a. We went to uh, Lake Placid. And Lavi was really good about that stuff. Like team, everyone goes, you know, we went out as a team and coaches and everyone, staff. And uh, we were in this bar. <laughs> There's no one in town because when we're there, it's not oh, right. quite season exactly. for, for Lake Placid, but it was really cool. Uh, anyway, long story short, Mace, I hope you don't get mad at me, but it was hilarious. I walk out and I think I'm on the phone, like my phone rings. So I walk outside and it's like, you know, two in the morning. And the streets are dead. Like, there's no one there. Like, this bar, it's our whole team, our staff, and then, like, six other people yeah, locals, that, like, yeah. live there, yeah. locals, right? And I just hear, like, this faint yelling, ah, and it's getting louder. I turn and look, and Mace is in a full sprint down the right down the middle of the street. Goes, bastard! He runs right by me. Just keeps going all the way to the hotel. And I just, that was all I saw of him. And I just laughed. I'm like, Someone what? chasing what? him? Or? No. no. no I don't just know got if he thought someone was yeah. chasing <laughs> Talk about maybe in one. We yeah. were all in one that night. But it was just so funny. I'll never forget that as long as I live. Um, him just flying down the street. And I'm like, where could he be going? And does he think someone's chasing him? I don't know what he was thinking, but... One of my funnier. Just Steve wanted Mason. the, uh, the express so shuttle funny. home. He was just, just excited to get home. In his I bed. wish I could have <laughs> videoed yeah, yeah, yeah. him running. It was hilarious. Yeah, you know, just just building off that and just uh, going back to our pod with him. Uh, I have a lot of respect for Mace. Uh, yeah. I didn't know Mace that well, and I didn't realize the you know the the the, the mental health stuff he was dealing with leaving Columbus. And, right. You know, right. talking about that with us on the pod and just being vulnerable. Yeah, you know, it's it's tough. It's you know, you think of these these smaller markets like there's no pressure there. I right. Mean, you know, but even even in Columbus, he was, he was a kid. Feeling, I mean, yeah, he, he was, was a kid, and and for him to think that is. You know, career might be over, and to think like I'm done, I'm done playing hockey. I don't want to do this any longer. And then obviously right. he signed with the Flyers and whatnot. But uh, you know, I always appreciated uh, hearing him speak about that because you know it's not a funny story, but it's no. it's a real story. Yeah, that's it's real. It's real. That um, you know, showing that the mental health impacts everybody. You know, yeah. no matter how much money you make and what position you are and whatever job and sport you're in is. It's it's for real, and for him to talk about that was uh, impactful from my perspective. Anyways, yeah, he he was a <clears throat> he was a great guy. I would have never known that. Yeah, you know, but for sure. dealing with him, he was awesome to deal with. We we had a lot of laughs, man. He was I really enjoyed Mace. He was yeah. a good dude. Yeah, I liked him a lot. Good dude went through more gear than anyone I've ever seen in really? my life. But <laughs> we used to go. We didn't go at it, but he would be he would put it on the dryer after a morning skate. I'm like Mace, you're you're making it softer. No, no, it's making it stiffer. I'm like. The heat is making it so no, it's making him sit. Just leave him on there all day. Come back, you know. Like he, he, he would have worn, he would have worn new gear every week. Really, I, I'm not kidding you. Wow, that's I tough. think we talked about it a little bit, but uh, great guy. Yeah, but he just made me laugh when there's no one around and you just hear this yelling and I look and it's him. He was laughing, just Full flying. Sprint. Oh, God, Full sprint. Great. getting his workout on. Yep, that was actually a good segue for the next question. Steve Coates wants to know from Riley. 
what player did you respect the most during your playing days? Ooh. Is this the real Coatsy? No. Fake this, yeah, yeah, this yeah. is the fake. <laughs> fake Coatsy, yeah. Uh, most respected player. Jeez, there's so many of them. Uh, obviously, you guys are way, way, way more talented than I had ever been and will ever be. But, um, geez, I had an opportunity to play with some pretty, pretty elite players, um, you know, from – Jason Smith, to Chris Pronger, to Mike Richards, Jeff Carter. Uh, you overlap with uh, Fopa, uh, yeah. Forsberg there. Um, geez, Claude Giroux, and going on the list. I mean, some amazing goaltenders. Kimo Timonen, Scott Hartnell. I mean, I'm just thinking uh, of an absolute warrior, you know, captain. Um, I'm thinking of, like, J- you know, Jason Smith. You know, yeah, he, yeah. Always comes up, he always comes to mind when you talk about a respected guy um, that I play with. And it was the way he carried himself off the ice, uh, but then it was how he prepared and how he engaged on the ice. This guy was a warrior <laughs> and such a, ge- like a gentle human too. Yeah. Right? It was just yeah. such a nice, it's like softly spoken guy. Um, so, I, you know, Jason Smith comes to mind, but it's not taking away from all these other guys. They're right. like legendary players. I mean, you're talking – you know, Darian Hatcher is in the mix there too. You know, a lot of respect for all these guys. These guys, a lot of these guys, I grew up watching. You know, yeah. Prongs, Hatch, uh, to name a couple. Forsberg, obviously, uh, Kimo, um, but um, you know, just in even Jason Smith. But to, to suit up with this guy and go to war with this guy, I mean, he was, was uh, you know nothing but but respect. But uh, certainly a ton of guys there that are right up there in that same bracket. Because uh, I mean, I got respect for pretty much all everyone I played with, you know, in some way, shape or form, but there's certain guys that just stick out just based on their character and, and the way they play. But, you know, Gator is one of those guys. Yeah. Uh, we got one more from Drew Chambers over on Instagram. Uh, the other day, Elliot Friedman posted, or he said on his podcast, he wonders if Kevin Hayes gets bought out at the end of the year. Uh, Drew Chambers would like to hear your thoughts. How many years does he have left? Three years after this season. Oh, wow. Well, <clears throat> we talked about this. Uh, these days, like, let's say Hazy ends up with what? I don't know, 82 games. Right now he's, he's a point a game. He's almost so, a point a game. Say he ends up with even 70 points. Yeah. Dude, that's what people make. What he's making yeah. is what you make when you have that many points in the league, yeah. right? Like, I mean, and there's guys that – I know we were talking to – I can't remember who we were talking to last last week, but I remember someone saying there's guys that don't produce that much that make seven. 100%. So, to me, I mean, yeah, you can buy them out and it gives you the cash space. Who, where are you going to go with it? Well, that's it. I mean, I mean it's – Yeah, I agree with that fully. Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure what the benefit would be. I mean, unless he really – doesn't get along with torts and it's like one of those types well, of deals if, that, if, if it's yeah. one of those deals but like again you, you now you're, you're you're forced to replace 70 80 points um so you're going to go turn around and spend that money on a guy that you, you you yeah has proven in the past to put up that those types of numbers but like again where if they don't put up those types of numbers and you're in, in one of those conundrums of like oh right. this guy's not producing again and he's getting paid this kind of money but you know i, I think hazy's one of those guys is like he, he, you know what you're going to get from him he seems to be pretty consistent, right? Right. I mean, he, he's a, again point of game guy. Yeah. Um, you know, big body. Um, but I think if you mentally prepare to know what you're going to get out of him, like do, do you just got to surround him. You got to just give him a little more. Well, he help. he's he's slotted right now at the one C, which he's, he's not a one C. I mean, he's a, not. He'll tell you that. Yeah. 
Um, and that's not putting him down, but you know, I think someone sent into us, well, he'd be a unbelievable three C on a team to go to the cup. For well, sure. Yeah, of course he would. Yeah. Because if there's a team that's contending for the cup, obviously the first two centermen are probably really good. Um, maybe there's a team that believes in him. You never know. Like that wants to make a deal. You know, I, I mean, I haven't looked that far into it, but, uh, I just he just brings so much to your team and in the room and I don't know so I hope he doesn't get bought out yeah it just seems like maybe I mean if you want to dig yourself into a bigger hole again there's again like to replace those points I mean yeah obviously there's gonna be some guys available in free agency um but it lands up being some bit of a gamble at least you know what you're gonna get with him as long as he can stay healthy but that's that's, yeah and if he can keep putting points up I mean. That's you know he's worth the money. Right. Now, if he gets thirty points, that's a different story. It's a then that's a different story. story. You know, but if he's uh, a point of game guy. I mean, I, mean, I don't see why you would ever think about buying him out. But again, the only th- bad, like you said, unless there's some friction there in the locker room, yeah. but we don't know that. Nope. All right, that's a wrap. Clear questions. Clear rum. Clear rum. Your fave. Whew. Love it. And that's a wrap for. Episode 98. Till next week, be sure to tune in, subscribe on YouTube. Be sure to like and comment on our Instagram and Twitter. What else you got, Nest? That's it, man. That's Wish everybody happy holidays. Yeah, yeah. Happy holiday. Enjoy Merry it. Christmas if you're celebrating. And we'll be back next week. Yes. Creeping on episode hundo. Come yep. back for 99. Till then, stay safe. Take care, knuckleheads. 